Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you're having a great week and glad you're checking in for the replay of this past Sunday night's live call-in show. That was Sunday night, February 5th, 2023. During this hour, I took your calls and Scotty G was not here. It wasn't his fault. We were having some technical difficulties before we got the show on the air. So I cut him loose, told him, go grab dinner with your family. Don't sit here while I'm suffering through this. But I finally got it working. And then the calls started coming through. We talked Disney fishing with my friend Mark up near Chicago. It was great discussion on that. If you've ever fished, we talked about going all over property on pontoon boats and what it's like to fish down there. And it's his first trip back since COVID. So we talked about how that'll be different for him. We got a great trip report from an awesome listener down in Texas. Man, they had a good time staying at Pop Century, being on the Skyliner for the first time. They're going back in the fall for a sweet, sweet 16 uh, celebration for their daughter. And they're going to go to the Halloween party for the first time. We talked about that. We've talked about Genie Plus and the pluses and minuses of that on your Disney vacations, minivans, and much more. This show is filled with lots of fun Disney talk, so I really hope you enjoy today's podcast. Don't forget, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. It's podcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on this, please come on over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, February 5th, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rollman for BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And of course, one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. I hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, this weekend, if you're a sports fan, it is a desert out there. That's right. There's not much going on. You might have watched some bowling. Uh, I saw upstairs that uh, there was a race car race going on where they were racing around the Coliseum out in Los Angeles looked like a quarter mile track so uh I, how exciting was that it's kind of like stock cars going around a parking lot not super exciting in my opinion so hang in there the Super Bowls next Sunday remember no live show next Sunday night because everybody will be watching football or at least snacking and watching the commercial so we'll be taking a break next Sunday then the following Sunday, we will have a live show. That'll be the President's Day weekend, so give us a call that weekend as well. And then the next weekend, Princess Half Marathon weekend, so we will not have a show that Sunday night. Scott and I will both be down for the races and hopefully celebrating by that point the, uh, the, the 5K, the 10K, and the Half Marathon. Thank goodness there is no full marathon for that weekend. I, I'm thankful for that. And then when you get to Spring Surprise, you don't even have to run a full marathon or a half marathon. You only got to run 10 miles. So as the year goes on, things just get better and better with Run Disney. But speaking of Run Disney, and we're going to be taking your calls. So give me a call, 407-413-9395. Anything that's on your mind, we could talk about Tron. We had some of the cast member uh, preview rides this week. A little controversy over there about, um, uh, I saw, you know, people were talking about the, the, the seating in the attraction may not be the most accommodating to larger guests. I'm 6'3", so I'm wondering <laughs> how that's going to work. You know, everybody comes in different shapes and sizes as Disney fans, and I understand that, you you know, they probably have to make the vehicles within a certain parameters, but uh, we'll see how that works. I, I know that there's certain vehicles that I just struggle at Walt Disney World in, so I'm, I'm wondering, like, what, what are your most uncomfortable vehicles when you go on a Disney vacation? I'll say the most uncomfortable ride I've ever been on at a Disney park is the Matterhorn out at Disneyland. However, it's one of my favorite rides at the same time. I would get back on that thing every single time. But God, that thing is painful. It's it's just so rough. But it might be the best ride ever. It's it's so awesome. At the same time, it's the it's the best and the worst. Space Mountain too. Space Mountain, I love that ride. It's probably my favorite ride at the Magic Kingdom. Maybe my favorite all time ride. But man, it is it it, it it's it's a challenge. It, it's really really hard to get out of nowadays. So. We are going to be taking your calls at 407-413-9395. So just hop on in because I do want to test the phone lines and talk to you. So uh, 
Let us know what's going on there. I want to give a shout out to my dad who came over and hooked all the new equipment up this past uh, weekend as I was down in Springfield watching Paige's basketball team. The UIC Flames, University of Illinois, Chicago, take on the Lady Bears of Missouri State. They did not win. Uh, they had the lead at halftime. They're, uh, they're, they're having a good season, though. They had three wins all of last year. They're up to 13 wins this year. So a huge improvement, but it was just cool to see... Uh, yeah, to see my you know see my daughter working the working the sidelines, they were working on the bench and, and the team playing well and, and having a good time. Yeah, it seems to be working. So uh, Scott's having dinner, so uh, he could either jump in during dinner if he wants or not, or because I, I turn him loose, so he probably won't jump in with us. But uh, yeah, give me a call 407-413-9395. In the meantime, how about a little Disney news here at the top of the show? We have the 2023 Garden Rocks Concert Series announced for this year. Now, I thought this was weird because I looked at it, and there's concerts all the way up until the podcast cruise, and our podcast cruise is in July. I just can't believe the Flower and Garden Festival goes into July. So let's hit some of the, uh, let's just go through the schedule real quick. So March 3rd and 4th, we got Journey, former lead vocalist Steve Gary, I don't know him. I just know Steve Perry when it comes to Journey. Then you got March 6th, uh, 5th and 6th, Daughtry. Uh, March 10th and 11th, Tommy DiCarlo. March 12th and 13th, Smash Mouth. Uh, March 17th and 18th, Mike Delishi. I don't know them. March uh, 19th and 20th, Blue Oyster Cult. First time at Epcot. March 24th and 25th, you got Berlin. Take my breath away. March 26th and 27th, you got the Pointer Sisters. Actually, I think I just saw one of the Pointer Sisters passed away a couple of months ago. Uh, let's see, March 31st, Louis Figueroa, a new person there. Never been there to the to the festival before. I don't know that person. April 1st and 2nd, Piso 21, they're new as well. Uh, April 3rd, TBD, don't know that group. April 7th and 8th, Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. Uh, April 9th and 10th, Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles, uh, April 13, uh, April 16th, 17th, Switchfoot, they're new. Uh, April 21st through the 22nd, A Flock of Seagulls. There'll be some crazy hair in the crowd that night. Uh, April 23rd and 24th, Joe D. Messina. That's a 90s country uh, flashback there. April 28th and 29th, Ambrosia with Peter Beckett and the voice of Player. April 30th and May 1st, Cool in the Gang. Celebrate. They're actually really good. May 5th uh, through the 8th, Herman's Herbents featuring Peter Nunn. Noon, I think it is. My dad will kill me because uh, he's he knows them. Uh, let's see here. May 12th through the 15th, the orchestra featuring members of the ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. May 19th and 20th, AJ Croce. Croce plays Croce. I don't know that one. They're new. Uh, I know I'm probably missing that. Uh, May 21st to the 22nd, Casting Crowns. They're new. May 26th to 27th, Jason Sheff, longtime lead singer of Chicago. He's going to be new. May 28th and the 29th, Rick Springfield. June 2 through 5, the Plain White Tees. June 9th and 10th, the Spinners. June 11th and 12th, the Commodores. Then you got June 16th and 17th, Vertical Horizon. June 18th and 19th, Tony Orlando. June 23rd to the 26th, Simple Plan. June 30th to July 1st, Living Color. And then... Who we're going to see before the podcast cruise, July 2nd through the 3rd, Wang Chung. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. So do you guys have any favorites in there to get to go see? You going down, Do you ever go down on a trip just because one of your favorite bands, singers are, are there? Here's the thing about Flower and Garden Acts. These are the original, these are actually famous people that play the Flower and Garden Festival. But I, I believe with uh, Food and Wine Festival, it's usually just cover bands. But the cover bands are stinking good at Epcot. Like you had that Slippery When Wet cover band, which was a Bon Jovi cover cover band. Uh, you had Staying Alive, which was the Bee Gees cover band. We've we've watched a ton of those at, at Epcot throughout the years, and they're just a lot of fun. I I don't ever go to Epcot just because of a band, but I, it adds so much to the, to the overall experience of the evening that it gives like a heartbeat to the, uh, to the park. So w which one of these is your favorite? Are you going to go for one of these? And, and Scott says he's going to be there for flock of seagulls. So he's got to do his hair kind of funky and see that. That'll be wild. 
Uh, let's see. Tammy in the live chat says, Cool in the Gang sounds good to her and Casting Crowns. I'm guessing Casting Crowns is probably a Christian rock band, if I had to guess. Uh, yeah, everybody have fun on the podcast cruise tonight by Wang Chung. That's what Scott says. Tony Orlando. I, I don't know. I, I think Tony Orlando is pretty elderly, as I recall. I think he has a place down in Branson, as I recall. Anyway, so give us a call. 407-413-9395. How excited are you? for the Tron coaster. You excited for that to come online? Is that something that if you had the opportunity, if they gave you a preview like they do for Disney vacation club members, like they do for annual pass holders, would you make the trip to get down there just to ride this before everybody else? All right. We have our first caller. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, it's Deanna from Texas. Hey, Deanna, thanks for bailing me out so I didn't have to sit here and talk to myself forever. I appreciate it. You, you are a lifesaver. So how are things in Texas tonight? Doing good. We just got back from our trip two weeks ago. So oh, nice. I'm going to talk about it a little. I love it. That would be awesome. First of all, now were you down there where everything was affected by the ice? Because you guys by Dallas, I mean, that looked like a mess there for like a week. Yes, my kids have not been in school since Monday morning. They got let out early on Monday. I didn't leave the house until Friday. It was just, you don't drive in ice in Texas. You just don't do it. Well, you don't drive on <laughs> it anywhere. It. Yeah, it, 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 it just seemed like you guys just like it never stopped because I'm a weather geek. So like I was watching it because we got the girls got off last Monday for, for an ice ice day, but we didn't get a ton. But you don't need much with ice, right? But it just seemed right. like over Dallas, it was just pink for like a week. Like it just never stopped. It just kept coming like like a river, like from Dallas, like through Arkansas and then Tennessee. And I was like, oh man, Dallas is just like getting it nonstop. So yeah, hey, your kids got like a like the few days before <laughs> wasn't bad. Like they kind of made it sound like it was just gonna not be an issue. So I we didn't have groceries prepared or anything. We like by Thursday, I was like, who wants taco meat? It's just taco meat. That's all. There is. <laughs> no shells, no cheese, no lettuce, just <laughs> yeah. the meat. <laughs> sloppy joes <laughs> hey you know what those, those are the best days those are the best so so tell us about your trip a couple weeks ago uh, where'd you guys stay at all that stuff we stayed at pop century and that was our first time there um i gotta say the skyliner's a game changer we, it's our first time at a skyliner resort and that's just so convenient it is it's it, it's it, isn't it amazing? Especially the studios. I don't know because the studios is closer and that, that yeah. little hop over there. Like you can literally be to the studios in 10 minutes from, from like you can be standing at pop century and be standing at the studios 10 minutes later. And that is shocking. First time. And our room was like first floor real close to the Skyliner. So it was so easy. And the last day we were there was when it went down for maintenance. And that was a major bummer. <laughs> I can want, want. So we started, we did the minivan to the Magic Kingdom. And then we just kind of Ubered everywhere because the buses were out of control. So uh, tell us about the minivan experience. Because, I, you know, there's still probably 95% of our audience has not minivaned before. I have a couple times. They're pretty cool. So what, what did you guys think? it was great i mean they're so friendly this is our second time we did it in 2019 from coronado to hollywood studios and then we did it from pop to magic kingdom and the drivers are just like next level like they love disney there's a reason that they're doing that so they're just giving you all this information he's telling us like what rides we need to go ride if we want to rest during magic at magic kingdom and it was just can't beat it it, yeah. it is way pricier than your regular right. they drop you off where the buses drop off. So at Magic Kingdom, I think it's worth it. I agree. I that, And that's how to do it. You know, it's for a splurge too. Like, you know, I would think that it'd be a good use. Say, say you're staying at Pop Century, you're staying at Riverside, or you're staying at Old Key West, or whatever, and you're going to go to the Contemporary for dinner at California Grill or something. You know, it's like, it's a big night out. You know, you're already 90% right. of the way in. <laughs> Roll up in a minivan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or go home and in a minivan. We were going... <laughs> The day we were going to Magic Kingdom was the last day of Splash Mountain. So just the Magic Kingdom bus was out of control. <laughs> and that was a whole other story. I mean, that was madness. I've never been any in anything like that before. So did you did you ride it on that last day? Because that was a Sunday because we were live at, when it was happening. We were doing a call-in show. So I was going back and forth that morning. Like, do I really want to get Genie Plus today? And then I was like, I really want to ride Splash Mountain. So I'm just going to get a lightning lane and make sure. And I'm so glad we did or we would not have ridden it. So we like rolled up at like 1140, waited 10 minutes and got on. Oh. 
So <laughs> but, the best Genie Plus money ever. Yeah, no kidding. But okay, so I've never been there, I don't think, for like a last day. I'm trying to think. I've been there for like a lot of first days, but I don't think I've been there for like a last day yeah. thing. So, you know, I saw, I, you know, you see it through social media and you kind of guess what it, what the vibe is. But I mean, were there actually people that were sad? I mean, I mean, it's a ride. I know people like a ride, I but I mean, even when I the last illuminations, I cried a little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was definitely people camped out on that bridge, like just all day, just watching the boats come down and like videotape it and clapping for everybody. So. I that's feel cool. Like it was a good vibe overall. It wasn't that's, a sad vibe. That's super. I like that though. Like that's a really cool thing. That like, okay, we're just gonna walk because it's a, you know that's a great that's a great attraction where you can actually see it and like watch right. the boats come down. Yeah, I heard it. I heard that kind of built up at the end of the night. Yeah, we were long gone out of there. <laughs> I had a nice giant rose and crown by that point, but um, it looked crazy from the videos I've seen at night. Yes, we kind of rope dropped, and we were just gonna rope drop Big Thunder Mountain. So we kind of like made that left turn off of Liberty Square and then just saw the mass of humanity coming from Fantasyland and everywhere else and just did a quick U-turn and like changed our plans real quick because it got so crowded back there so fast. Yeah, I saw, I saw that on social media too that morning of like every, like you're, the mass of humanity is right. Like just, I mean, you could have, you could have body surfed like on top of the people. Like I, I have not seen anything like that. Like I'd have been scared to death if I'd have been a cast member of Frontierland. Like you, you the ground was probably shaking. Like as, as people were like working their way, but it was like tremors or something. It was just, it was the wackiest thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it is like the squirrels probably even like ran. They're like, Oh no, we're, we're not hanging out for pretzels on that cart. We're, we're gone. That's so cool. So give us some more highlights from the trip though. What else, what else was going on? So um, this is our first trip to use Genie Plus. It was just me and my husband this trip. Um, usually we have our two kids with us, so the cost was a little bit um, less to swallow. And I really, I hate to say it, but I really liked it. We, you know, we use it for Splash. And then another day I just started stacking lightning lanes for the evening at Hollywood Studios. So by the time we walked into Hollywood Studios at around 6 p.m., we had a Slinky Dog, a Tower of Terror, a Rock and Roller Coaster, Mickey and Minnie's and Toy Story Midway Mania. That's what I'm hearing though. Stacking them is the kind of, kind of the key. So, and you guys, yeah. you guys are rope droppers though, right? So you go early and get in when the crowds yeah. are low. And so you don't really, it's not necessary as much in the morning and you're stacking them at the same yeah, time. And, we, and then later you got them. We had used it in the morning, um, a ratatouille as well. So, I mean, we got, we got our money's worth that day for sure. Nice. No, it's, it's good to hear because some people are, you know, some people are still a little bitter about it. I get it. You know, some people, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I have not purchased it yet at world because I, you know, what I ride, I ride. And a lot of times I'm solo and I've, I've really only been down for races the last few trips. So that's not really a focus, but like when I go on vacation with my family, kind of a different thing, like at Disneyland, we used, we used it a ton and we got on so many rides at Disneyland because we had it because we were just constantly, as soon as we tapped in, we were getting our next one. Just boom, next right. one, next one. And it was great. It was like you had a hack. We went last January and we didn't use it at all. With, we went with the kids. And after this trip, I'm convinced that we're going back in September with the kids. And I'm just like, oh, we're going to get it. <laughs> we're just going to have to budget it in for four people. The problem we is, though. get it every day, but a few days. The problem is, though, with the kids, man, once you have it with them once, they're going to expect it every time. Oh, yeah, once. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, my daughter, we're staying at the Grand Floridian in September for her 16th birthday, and I feel like we're setting way too high expectations. (laughs) Oh, you, yeah, oh, just say, yeah, I have a 15 year old. Yes, you are. You're, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because mine thinks she's getting, yeah, mine thinks she's getting a Jeep. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, tell us about that. How did that work? I I mean, we got the discount for going in September, so we'll get $600 back for our our meals for our five-night stay. That's so interesting yeah, when when Disney came out with that offer because obviously the dining plans aren't aren't around, <laughs> but they also right. know at the same time people love those those dining offers in the fall and uh, they haven't had to offer those the last couple of years, but nothing gets people into hotel rooms like dining. It, it's just I mean it, it's just how it is. I you know I it's what I do for a living, and if there's a dining offer, it's just it, it's like all hands on deck. It's craziness and. I think this was kind of a compromise between like, do we full on bring the dining plans back and then offer a free dining package? 
you know, with the card yeah, and the voucher gives. But here, here's the thing, though. Tell me, because you booked on it's just kind of like a little market research for me. You got this dining voucher. I mean, it's the only thing you can really, you know, you can get this or room discount kind of depends what's better, but this is going to give you kind of, well, I guess the dining plan does too, though. You have that flexibility of eating where you want and using it how you like, I guess with the dining plan, you're kind of, you know, it tells you how many sit downs, how many table service, like you have credits and they're kind of in a, you know, the, they're not that restricted. They're a little restricted, but having this kind of Disney card that you can use at various locations, I mean, pretty good flexibility there, I would imagine. Yeah, I like the flexibility of the the card. You know, I don't have to worry about getting my snack every day because we had the we had a free dining back in 2019, um, and we you know we never used all those snack credits. What a shit! I'm gonna hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that was the one trip we took my parents. My dad's super super frugal, so. Um, I'm like, he can never go back and have to pay for meals. Like he will lose his mind. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Cause you don't want him to see the prices. <laughs> if he's frugal. Yeah, absolutely exactly. Not. I was like, Dad, just don't look at free. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. No kidding. Oh my gosh. So, so what do you have on the agenda for September? If it's your, it, you said it's your daughter's like sweet 16 kind of party or uh, present. So we're going to try to get to the Halloween party. We've never done that before. So, so fun. That's, That'll be super exciting, and um, oh, we we didn't get park covers for this trip, um, because we just really want to enjoy the Grand Floridian. And I know with like park hoppers, I would be like, okay, we're going back in the evening, so we just kind of want to do like half days every day, and then just go back and re- enjoy the resort. So super excited for it. You, you know what though, you're at the Grand Floridian, so. I, I would say this is an opportunity to not have the park hopper because that's going to give you time to go back. Like you said, you got it. If you're at the grand for one thing, you, you need to enjoy that. Isn't because I, I got to stay there one night. We did a, um, when, when COVID, when the cruises first came back right after COVID, they wanted people to sail on them just to get the word out that they were sailing again. So they offered the agency and I got to go sail with uh, Mallory and Paige and the night before they put us up at the Grand Floridian to stay, you know, and get like, get all, you know, tell us everything we needed to know for this cruise. Cause we had to do some interviews and stuff. And we spent the day cause we didn't have park tickets. So we just spent the day like in the pool at the Grand Floridian and just kind of hung out there and ate at Gasparilla's and stuff like that. It, it was the best day. And you know what? Here's the thing. And I, I say this at like the harm my own business, but here's the deal. The days when you don't have tickets at Walt Disney World are some of the best days ever. Like because there's no pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like with a ticket, right. you get you get like this um this like FOMO, right? Like when sometimes when I'm at the Magic Kingdom, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on at Epcot. You know, or you know, like right. if I'm sitting yeah. at the pool at, at Riverside, I'm like, well, you know, should I be doing something like it at the studio? Should I be in Galaxy's Edge? You know, but if you don't have tickets, ah, I'm just gonna enjoy where I am, you know, and it's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna compromise with yeah. the park hopper. No, that's a good idea. For half the day. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, and you could just right, you know, boom, right back in. You could walk over now with the path. That's great, and you'll love the Halloween party. It is amazing. You guys, you guys plan on dressing up? I don't know. I, we, my daughter will be almost sixteen, and my son will be almost twelve. So I don't know if they're gonna be too cool to dress up with us or mm. what we're gonna do. But I'll try to talk them into it. Yeah, it's dangerous territory there. Yeah, the twelve-year-old especially. <laughs> The 16 year old's about to come out of it, but maybe. Yeah, she's starting to be way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Oh, man. Well, you're going to have such a great time. I'm so excited. So we'll, uh, we'll have to talk about that when you guys get back. So the kids, I hope they remember who their teacher is when they go back to school tomorrow. I know. Yeah. Wish them luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wish the teachers had a whole nother, uh, you know, winter break. It's not bad. Speaking from yeah. the other side of the, I used to teach. That'd have been nice. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in. I sure appreciate it. It was fun talking about your trip. Yeah. Good to talk to you. All right. Take care. You have a good week. Night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. 407-413-9395. I saw a couple of uh, other calls coming in. So give us a call and we can talk some Disney. Yeah. The dining offers though, man, those get, those get people going. I'm telling you what, man, there's nothing that gets people going like dining or talking to folks that are up in the greater Chicagoland area who are friends of the show from way back who like to fish. What's up, Mark? Thanks for calling in. Hey Mike, how's it going? It's going better than it was about an hour ago. So, uh, thanks for calling. I appreciate it, but what's up? No, 
Uh, a little disappointed that Scotty's not here because uh, one of the questions I have is, uh, is for him, actually. But uh, Well, he's listening, I, I'm sure, because he's eating dinner. But Because I turned him loose. I'm like, dude, Scott, nothing's working. Just go eat. I was, I was so frustrated. I'm like, I don't want to make you. He was sitting there looking at me, like, be frustrated. I'm like, just stop staring at me. Go have dinner with your family. It, it ain't happening. And then, of course, I figured it out. So, anyway. No worries. So, as you know, since uh, you are my stellar uh, travel agent, I uh, now have a trip booked for March. And it will be almost, literally almost exactly three years to the day when I was there last when everything shut down. Um, I'm good, sure there's just a few things that have changed yeah, in that time, huh? That's all I was say. The good news is nothing has changed. There's nothing. <laughs> 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 nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, everything. No, so, I mean, but you, yeah. you kind of know what's going on. I mean, so what... Like, what are you thinking, though? Because, you know, this is going to be your first forte back into this, like, new, you know, experience. And, you know, you know, you know, the major changes. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. And, and I, I followed most of it, you know, from the sidelines, but not real close because it didn't, you know, apply to me until now. Um, the thing that I'm struggling with the most right now is the park reservations. I agree. I've, I've never, I've never been, I mean, always been the planner. Like, you know, I've got the spreadsheet and everything, and I, you know, always go into it thinking this day is Magic Kingdom, this day is Epcot, this day is Studios. And now that I'm locked into that, kind of, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little bit hard for me. Here's the thing. It, well, you are going kind of over spring break, though, which is kind of a caveat with this. <laughs> you know, like right. like I'm going this this coming week, and I could change the park reservation anytime. Like I, there won't be any parks that are blocked out, so I it doesn't really matter. You know, I could switch it up if I had to. Um, and, and that's my question for you: is right now all four parks are available? You know, for my week. Um, what do you think it's like? closer to you know the day before kind of a thing if i decide i want to change my mind is it is it going to be possible do you think to change or not we'll see probably now but here's the thing like i've gone down with with mallory the first week of may for the cheerleading championships and i mean it's like because it that that's a huge event at walt disney world i mean like every hotel room sold and when we were going down there there were days like I couldn't get because, you know, like I had an annual pass. The girls had because I don't know if it's still this way because I haven't looked lately because I don't make the reservations. But um, annual pass holders had like one pool of reservations and the Magic Your Way ticket holders had another pool of reservations. So like I could make a Magic Kingdom reservation, but like they couldn't because they had different kinds of tickets. And so, okay. it, yeah, so they were blocked out some days in May, like but we were booking way, way late, like a week out. So what I would do is. What do you have a park hopper? I forgot. Yes. That's key. Because yeah. I mean, no matter what, you can get in any park you want after two. So worst case, you go to that park in the morning and then go where you want in the afternoon. But right. and, and that's more what than I likely. I mean, my my I I won't be mornings because you know me. You'll be if, fishing. If it works out right, I'll be fishing right. So I, I that's where I kind of sort of said, okay, well. I'll just take the reservation for Epcot because if I want to go there, that's great. If I want to go to Magic Kingdom, it's easy for me to get from Epcot over to Magic Kingdom if I have to go over to Epcot first. So, Well, here's the thing. Epcot's always going to be open. It's huge. Like, I've never seen Epcot not available. And Animal Kingdom, too. The, the ones that will, that will black out are Magic Kingdom and Studios. So those are the ones that if you're not sure you might want to go there, get those. And then you can always change to Epcot or the Animal Kingdom. Those typically never go red. Right. So that's the way to work. Yeah. So this this morning I actually uh, got my tickets for the Magic Kingdom after hours and for studios after hours. Oh, my God. So I'll be doing those three. Yeah. So I I like the late night. I'm an old man. I can't stay up that late. But, but but Pam springs on me last week. There's a DVC thing. I think there's some after hours event this week coming up when I'm down there. She's like, yeah, we got you a ticket. You She's like, we got you a ticket for the after hours thing. I'm like, Pam, thank you. I was like, but you know, I go to bed at 10. I was like, I go to bed at 10. Like I'm, I'm old. Like I get up early. I get up at five. It's like, ah, you'll be fine. I'm like, you're killing me, man. I haven't met up past 10 hardly in a long time. But yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, I, I don't even know what it is. The one 
until one or one thirty. So I told Mark, you know, I'd, I'd prefer not to go fishing at seven a.m. the next morning if I can help it. But if that's what's available, I'll take it. But I'll you, sleep all afternoon. But if you don't go super early, the fish don't bite, right? I thought like once it gets warm, they don't bite, right? They do, they do. But it, yeah, it gets warm and it gets obviously it gets uncomfortable especially yeah. in the summertime. But yeah, the, the, the bite will <laughs> slow down in the middle of the day. But yeah, if I have to be at the park until one and you know be back for fishing at seven a.m., I'll do it, and then I'll just sleep all all day. <laughs> do it again the next night. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Let me ask you this because you, I don't know if our audience doesn't know you are an avid fisherman and you fished at Walt Disney World many times. We've got the reasons I've got to fish because we fished with you. Paige has fished with you, Scotty G, a bunch of us. Um, where's your favorite place to fish? Is it Bay Lake? Is it because we fished? I mean, we fished Seven Seas Lagoon, we fished Bay Lake, we fished World Showcase Lagoon. We fished all over Crescent Lake. I mean, we, we've been all over the place, man. We've pulled out some big honking fish, too. What's your perspective? Because I'm just like a dude that just gets lucky and throws in a line. I don't know what I'm doing. My, well, my favorite from an actual fishing standpoint is, is Bay Lake, um, just because there's more water there, right? So there's more shoreline. There's more, you know, there's a couple islands, you know, the, the shoe tree. You know, there's, there's different areas. There's more areas to fish in. From a visual perspective, being in Epcot at seven seven thirty in the morning and, and seeing you know the lights kind of you know the sun coming up on, on Spaceship Earth, right? When you're out, you know, on that is, is probably visually my favorite. Yeah, my my favorite was when we fished in in World Showcase Lagoon too because it was such a cool perspective. Like, right? Because as a guest, you've walked around World Showcase Lagoon so many times. But to be on the water and then look out, look over, you know, Germany, you know, because we, we, I think we, you know, went over and, and fished over by one of those uh, light, you know, uh, flame torch standard kind of things over yep. by Germany or Italy. We hit on some big fish over there, too. And <laughs> uh, it was just, it was so cool to see things from out on the water. You know, you don't, how many guests get that opportunity? I can't believe they let you fish out there, to be honest, but they did. And, and I, I know that they restricted it for a while while they were putting the harmonious barges in. Um, I think they let people back in now. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the barges getting taken out of Same. there again so that yeah. you know, maybe it'll open you know things back up a little bit more. But Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah. Dee's asking, what species of fish are in Bay Lake typically? What, what do you got out there? Uh, so it's, it's mostly largemouth bass, um, but there's also bluegill. There's also catfish. Um, those are the, the, the primary ones. And then, uh, let's see, Scott caught a bird. No, right. yeah, Scott no. Scott caught a bird. Yeah, yeah he did. Bird. He caught a bird. You, you caught a turtle. Yeah, that was in, that was it by Yacht Club, though. That was in Crescent Lake. Yeah. <laughs> We're so bad. I'll catch any, I'm surprised I didn't catch a boot, a tire. <laughs> it was great. No, it's, it's clean. It's, it, that's, you know, if nobody's done that, here's the thing. It, it, I'll tell you this, and I'm glad you invited me because I would never fish and I would have never done this on my own. But it was so fun because I am not a fisherman. I, nobody in my family fishes. I didn't grow up fishing. And you don't have to know what you're doing. Like Mark, the, the, not you, but the, the, the fishing guide from Disney. And you, because you're extra, you were helping us out too, because you, you know what you're doing. But they just give you a pole. They, they, you know, they'll even bait your hook if you want them to, which they kind of start you off with it. And then they just show you how to, you know, do the rod and reel. You, they tell you where to throw it out there for the best shot at some fish. And man, it, it, it's the easiest fishing you'll ever do. And I, I'd say you're like in a high target environment. Like I, I mean, we all pulled out at least one biggie, so you can say you're a fisherman. <laughs> and that, that's where i say i like bay lake is if you're in one area and the fishing is slow you can move to other areas there's plenty of other places to go to and he's a disney geek too like it was fun because we got to see what we got to see the ferry coming out for the day like out of the big uh like storage place that was that was awesome you know back behind the contemporary too i mean just you get to see things as a Disney geek, you know, besides just the fishing, because you're, you're, you're in places that are inaccessible any other, any other way. So I, I, I got a kick out of that too. You're going to have a good time in March. Yeah, that was, you won't, for, you won't even realize that it's that different once you settle in, you just got to, you know, you should have been there in August of 2020, like when everybody's in masks and like, you had to be six feet apart. I mean, that was like, that was like being in the twilight zone. <laughs> that was bizarre. 
that was the thing. The last time I was there during the shutdown, we were still able to fish. So we were able to fish right in the Magic Kingdom ferry boat uh, dock. And, and that was, it was kind of interesting is that we fished, you know, there and there was nobody around and we could go to places that we normally couldn't. The day before was the first day of the shutdown. We were actually in Epcot and all the helicopters were flying over from the news and showing <laughs> the empty theme parks and everything. That's crazy. See, I love historic stuff like that though. Cause I mean, like you were there, <laughs> you know, like you, right. you have that story, like you have that memory. I'd love to, I'd love to see that. That's, but man, what a time. Like, I still can't believe that stuff happened. You know, and it wasn't that long ago. God hope it never happens again as a travel agent. That was, I didn't sleep for months. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, great yeah. idea, Mike. You should have left teaching to become a travel agent when the world shuts down. Nobody can leave their house. That's a great right. idea, Mike. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> well done. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, Rhonda Lee, before we go. Had, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that trip, I had 10-day park hopper pass. I went, I spent four hours in Epcot and 20 minutes in Magic Kingdom. And that was it because of the fact that it was just so scary with, you know, nobody knowing what to do and as yeah. far as masks and everything. And I didn't want to avoid the crowds. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Like it started off with, ah, oh, just put on some, slap on some hand sanitizer. And you know, then like two days later, it was like, do not even look at anybody. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't think anybody knows what's going on. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I thought. I was like, I don't know if it's bad, good or what, but I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> I think, I think we got a long way to go. So yeah, I remember that. But here, I got to ask you this real quick before I cut you loose. Rhonda Lee up in Canada, she says, I love this line because this is me. She says, I love fishing, but hate baiting the hook and removing the fish from the hook. So you know, they will do that for you. Actually, Mark did that for us. But I think just once, if you're going to claim the fish, you got to get that thumb down in there and pull it off the hook, right? And to be a real fisherman one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then you got to fit the fish before you're... Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. I remember holding it for the picture like, that thing's going to bite my thumb off because my thumb is way down its throat right now. <laughs> that big old bass. I'm like, this thing is going to take my thumb off for sure. Take the picture. I remember I was like, take the picture, take the picture, take the picture. Okay, <laughs> right into the lake. <laughs> I was like, see you later, fish. <laughs> and we had some good times. Well, Mark, hey, I appreciate you calling in and uh, you have a good week and uh, we'll talk before your trip. Yep, sounds good. All Thank right, take care of yourself, buddy. Good talking to you. Bye-bye. All righty, 407-413-9395, Rhonda Lee, we are going to get you to get your thumb in. It's, it's all about your thumb is what Mark the Fisher Guide. Now, Mark is a fisherman. He knows exactly what he's he, – that he should be working down there, to be honest, because this would be his perfect job. He should drive the boats and take people around. But it's funny because his other buddy is Mark, and he's, he works for Disney Fishing. And he shows you stick a thumb down there, it pops loose, and you keep your thumb in there, take the picture, then kiss the fish and chuck them back in. All right, we have our next caller. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. It's Brandon up in New Hampshire. How are you? What's going on, Brandon? You guys survived that super-duper cold a couple days ago? Man, that looked brutal. Oh, God. We just came out of a polar vortex. <laughs> it was 22 below zero regular temperature and <sighs> negative 44 wind chill. Dude, yeah, that, that's why Florida was made. You should have just gone down <laughs> <laughs> that's why we come down twice a year we yeah we've got to escape this garbage that we have up here in the north yeah that's that's not even garbage that's uh th there's there's words for that but uh inappropriate for this podcast so yeah i think so i think so yeah that'd be a mic in the midwest so what's going on thanks for calling yeah. in yeah no i just wanted to comment uh we did the minivan for the first time we went to coronado this past december and we all know coronado was terrible for transportation all you have is a bus line and we budgeted in to do the minivans both to and from the parks and disney springs and it was like 300 dollars for the week for the two of us to do it i will tell you the service to be able to get to the front entrance of the park in and out and then have somebody there within 10 to 15 minutes especially if you want to get to like candlelight procession or something like that they were fantastic i i've got to give them props for that that's a good tip for something like candlelight processional or any kind of special event, <laughs> you know, and you, you got to think about how many steps you're saving. Say, you know, I didn't think about that. Say you have like a sprained ankle or something, you know, or a mobility right. issue in general, or just, you know, like I said, say you're dressing up to go to a fancy meal at California grill, you know, and you just don't want to have to, you know, ride the bus that, and even, even an Uber, you know, sometimes they're super clean, but sometimes they're, you know, you'll have like a Taco Bell bag next to you in the backseat. So 
You never well, know. I mean, and don't doesn't Uber and them don't they, like if you're going to Magic Kingdom, does they have to drop you off? They the do. PTC yep. Versus the front of the park. Yep. And the, yeah, the minivans can go right up with the buses. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great point. And that's that's like rock star service right there because you're just like right there, like you're a, like you're a Golden Oak resident or something. Well, and they're fantastic. You know, they they talk about stories or or experiences that they've done other jobs in the parks and stuff like that, which is fantastic too. I also wanted to comment on the. The, the fact of using Lightning Lane, Genie Plus, and all that other stuff. When we went in December, <clears throat> we had bought Genie Plus well ahead of time. It was the last time you could do that ahead when we booked your vacation. We weren't even able to use a couple of ours. We went and went back to Jungle Cruise or Jingle Cruise at the time. We got there for our trip at the Magic Kingdom that day, and the Lightning Lane that we had bought at, or say I should book at like 9 o'clock in the morning, was an hour and a half line, and the same thing happened at Flight of Passage was an hour and 45-minute line because they had messed up the reservation system. See, so you didn't get any kind of refund or anything on that? Because that just sounds like that's just uh, that, 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 that's unacceptable. You, you could if you wanted to go to guest services. Yeah, you and then there's probably a line there. You stand in line at the blue tents and, yep. and fight with them if you wanted to. To me, it wasn't worth the time or the effort to do it, but right. yeah. That was one of those things where that this is the first time we've experienced that. We used it every trip that we've had since 2019 between Lightning Lane, Fast Pass, and Genie Plus. But both of those lines were so backed up because their system screwed up the reservation times that they just told us, either you wait in line or you go stand at guest services. And we just said, yeah, it's just not worth that. No, I get it. Yeah, time is money. <laughs> I mean, because then, you know, then you're kind of making it worse. Like you've, you've kind of committed some time. Like I have to commit more time to try to resolve that issue. Yeah, that's a shame. It, that's just it. And we've had such good experiences with them otherwise. I mean, we've always had fantastic experiences. Like we're going again in May. We're going to stay at Pop. We're going to do our uh, normal May trip. And then I've got to ask you a question. We're doing our first luxury resort. We're doing Animal Kingdom Lodge in December. Mm-hmm. Oh, good what time. is your experience with transportation out of there? It's not as bad as people think. I mean, it's it's remote, right? I mean, there's the only close park is Animal Kingdom, obviously, because it's right there. But... It's not that bad. I mean, unless you're somebody, are you like a rope dropper? Oh, no, 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 no. We go in mid to late morning. We do our breakfast always at the resorts. I stack my lightning lane throughout the day. So when we roll in at 11 to 12 o'clock, we've got three or four rides always lined up. That's how we do it. We can spend three to four hours in the park, and we're happy with that. Hit all the best rides. Hit the rides nobody else wants to do, like Muppets. You know, that's just our thing. And then we go back and have a good dinner at Disney Springs or some other signature restaurant. Yeah, then you're you're golden on this because the thing is the buses won't be crowded mid morning. You know the the majority of the people will be getting out of there early. You know you'll get your bus. You won't be like the people that are getting there for rope drop. They're watching their watch. You know the whole ride over, and they're thinking, okay, is this going to take twelve minutes? Is it going to take fifteen? Is this going to take seventeen? And I get it because you know five minutes can you know five minute delay getting in the turnstiles can be twenty minutes waiting in a line longer than it would have been. That makes sense. But if you're not rope dropping and you're stacking lightning lanes and you're casually having a breakfast and the dining at Animal Kingdom Lodge as well as the atmosphere and just the overall rooms and the experience is a it's, it's unbelievable. You're gonna have the best time and it's it's for what you just said. It is perfect in December. It's even better because there's a fireplace in the in the Jumbo House and right next to victoria falls and you know you go down to the mar get some great uh, uh, counter service food they have really good counter service food or boma or Jico, or you know hop over to sanaa i mean just it's it's amazing you're gonna love it it's just got such a cool vibe just the background music everything oh you're gonna love it i will tell you our last trip back in december that we went to um uh toledo again at the top of the grand Estino tower in december their food is always amazing. I mean, it, it never disappoints. This is normally our December trip. Is We always do Pop in May. We always do uh, Coronado in December. We wanted to try something different, but I will tell you, anybody that has not done Toledo, top of the Grand Estino Tower, the top up there is fantastic. I got to give that a try. I have not been there. So maybe I'll have to, because I'm staying at Coronado for Princess. So maybe I'll get Scott. Yeah, Scott's, Scott's family's down, so maybe we'll go over and do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because Scott will be down, and I'm staying there, so maybe we'll go up there and try it. I'm just worried that I won't get enough food. Yeah. I eat a lot, and I always see, I always see small plates, and I'm like, yeah, I guess you just have to get a few. <laughs> well, then you get to do the ribeye for two. That That is one heck of a meal. I think it's a 24-ounce ribeye with all the fixings that come with it. That is one large meal. We've done that one as well. 
Now you're talking. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, I'll take care. Uh, it's good talking to you. you. Guys, stay warm. Or, well, I think you're past it now. I think you're gonna be warm this week, as far as I saw. Okay, take care. I love watching the weather. Take care. All right. Bye. -bye. All right. Let's uh let's see. Let's sneak in one last call, and I think this is gonna be it. Hey, who's our, our last call of the day? Hey, it's Kevin in Auburn, Washington. Oh, whew, okay, good. I saw Auburn, and uh, I had the. Uh, hang on, I had the. Uh, let's see. Hang on one second, because I have something. I have something now for the Auburn fans that when they start talking, do this so that they don't, you know, don't say Auburn. Just kidding. Go ahead. Okay, you're you're saying this is Husky country up here. No, that's good actually. Yeah, because I think Gary Pinkle, my old Mizzou coach, who's one of my loved loved the gentleman, came from Washington a long time ago, so. I believe so. I think I have that right. Isn't that where Coach James coached back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. he came from there. Yes. Okay. So I'm right. Because I, I was like, I read his biography. It's not that long ago, but I have a terrible memory. So, <laughs> so, so there you go. So what's going on? Let's don't talk football. Let's talk Disney. What you got going? Oh, not much. Just uh, was watching a live stream there, and I wanted to tell you a little story about uh, just a follow up from our Monday trip report a couple of weeks ago okay, uh, where I was uh, listening to the audio of it. It was the introduction uh, in my classroom, actually, just kind of like in downtime where the kids were just working on something and had it playing in the background. And they heard the, you know, your introduction and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you introduced me on there and their heads just <laughs> 12, 12 heads just popped up, right? Eyes, eyes lit up and they go, Mr. Reed, you're on a podcast. And I said, Oh, yeah. I mean, podcasts are pretty popular. Yeah. You know? There's not a lot of podcasts. Mr. Reed, you're famous. Well, and I was no. like, uh, okay. Yeah. That's, you guys say so. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was a lot of fun and everything. Yeah. Even even teachers can I be had on my podcasts. No, that's that's how I feel too. You know, even teachers can be on podcasts. You know, every once in a while, somebody will come up and uh, say hi at the parks, and I still get a huge kick out of that. It makes my day, you know, and especially when my family's around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, no, cool. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, had a lot, you know, it was fun being on the show, you know, but, uh, did you catch any of that, uh, pro ball today? I don't know if you were talking about that at all earlier. What, what was that? The pro, oh, bowl? The pro bowl? I did not. I, I, I can't get in on that. <laughs> they play flag football this time. I think with the Manning brothers coaching, I, I didn't see any. Yeah. I, I had it on the TV kind of just as a background. And didn't have the sound on, but it looks like they finally gave up uh, pretending like it was a real game. <laughs> That's good. So they good. did lots of different, yeah, they did lots of different skill challenges and um, a couple like different flag football games and it's kind of build, building on points so that, you know, whoever had the most points at the end of it were declared the winners. But, That's probably a better idea. Nobody gets hurt and just have a skill challenge. Kind of like the NHL. Yeah, they look like they look like they were having fun. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it is because I mean, just with football, you just, it's hard to do an All Star game because you just you can't have contact. You can't have guys you know getting smoked. <laughs> they, that would not be good. And you know, it's it's not really good. You know, this is a is a fan though. There's just nothing to watch this weekend because I'm a baseball fan and I'm a football fan. And right. there's just it was the desert this weekend. And thank God I went to watch my daughter yeah, play basketball, but that was it. Yeah, I, I got a little bit of, um, I think I watched some of the Michigan-Ohio State men's basketball today, but that was about it. I mean, unless you're unless you're into golf or, yep. I think Fox had like the PBA bowlers. Yeah, I saw bowling. Bowlers. Yeah, I saw bowling on. Yeah, I, saw, I watched that for about five minutes. I saw the cars racing and around the Coliseum. I was like, okay, that they're going slow, like super slow. It looked like they're going around a parking lot looking for a parking spot. I was like, okay, that's boring. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was terrible. Like, it was just like, man. Because yeah. yeah. Mizzou, Mizzou basketball played last night and they lost, which is what game I was thinking they would win. So, yeah, it was rough. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate you calling. I'm glad we get you some fame there, some cred with your students, man. That's hard to come by. I remember those days, man. It is hard with uh, with students. So, if we need to do it oh, again, yeah. you let me know. We'll uh, we'll make it happen. All right. <laughs> you All right, take well, care out there. I go, I, if I go on a 
if I get called to an emergency uh, Disneyland trip again, I'll let you know. <laughs> if you need somebody else, give me a give me a call too, because I'm a I have a master's degree in education. I can go to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. I'll take take care. Good talking to you. All righty, bye bye. All right, well, that's going to do it for today's live show. Thanks for being so patient. Thanks for everybody that called in. It was so great talking to you. And again, sorry that we were a little bit late going on the air, but we have a new studio set up again. Thanks to my dad for coming over this week and reworking everything so we can make the show better and better as we go along. Also, thank you so much to our supporters, especially the folks over on Patreon who make all this possible. They let us be able to upgrade the studio, the recording software, the hardware that we use here. It is very much appreciated, and we're going to be able to do some cool stuff here in the weeks to come. So we're very, very excited for that. So anyway, we're going to duck out of here and wish you a great Sunday night. Of course, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click, brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And again, thank you to our Patreon supporters who allow us to keep the show going and do things like this, make the show better, upgrade the show when we can. And we always take that money very seriously and use it towards the show. And our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. If you're here on Facebook and YouTube still live, don't forget, I will be at Walt Disney World this week, Monday through Thursday, staying at Riverside. So follow me on the uh, social media, VR guest Mike on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah. We're going to be down there with the agents at the Magic for Less. So I appreciate you guys hanging out with me here on a Sunday night. You guys made it awesome. I loved hearing about the trip reports and little sports talk, a little fishing, Disney style, of course, and just a lot of fun. You guys are the best, and I appreciate you so very much. Hope you always enjoy the show. We have a fun trip report coming out here in just a few minutes with a young lady from Indiana who went down, and she stayed at four different Disney resorts on her trip. She took her younger sister for the first night, just her and her younger sister, it was her high school graduation, her younger sister's elementary school graduation. They stayed one night at Coronado together, just sisters. And then the mom came and they stayed at three other resorts and they went all over Walt Disney World. It is a cool trip. It's a lot of fun. So I know you're going to love Monday show. Wednesday, we've got listener questions with Scotty G. And then Friday, we do a whole new show that you're going to love. We try something totally new. It's called the Wheel of Walt Disney World Topics. We had so much fun recording this one, and I can't wait for you to hear that one on Friday. So I this week is going to be fun on the show. I hope you guys enjoy it. So I'm going to duck out of here. I have a 5 a.m. flight, so I probably should start packing and get back to work. So you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.